Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Let's try that again. No. Uh, Tribe Radio brought to you in part by... Tired of all that healthy living? Sick of soda and donuts not making you die fast enough? Fed up with not being able to slowly kill yourself all hours of the day without being harassed by your co-workers? Try bacon juice. A drink for real bacon lovers. Bacon juice comes in a squirt bottle, aluminum tube, and new goiter funnel. Bacon juice. Let's go, Bacon. Well, as always, we have some technical difficulties coming into the show because we are complete idiots when it comes to any kind of stuff we don't know about. Hi, welcome to the show. This is Nightbug's mom and rock and roll. Welcome. Hey, Jay, how are you? This is Nightbug's dad. We're both about to slap him. Well, whatever. Whatever the clever there. Honey, Jay. illnesses. So, welcome everybody. <laughs> yep. Uh welcome back to Tribe Radio. Obviously the, the the radio show where we just do damn near anything to bring tribes of the world together. Um Yeah. If you guys really want to know what Tribe <laughs> means to us, look up TED Talks. That's TED Talks, look up David Logan on uh Tribal Leaders. That's TED Talks, David Logan, Tribal Leaders. Fifteen minutes of your life will definitely change the way you look at things. Uh and right into the show, we have, uh, this week's show, we have Rock with uh, her uh, part one of a uh, three-part series, uh, Awareness and Positioning, um, which is also basically a self-defense that I know that Rock and Bug teach out there in uh, San Francisco. But first, since um, I beat you guys the last week that we had, dear God, what is that thing? Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I beat you. You. you guys failed. Gonna... You didn't get him to say something stupid this week, so you got to be honest. Fail. Fail. <laughs> you failed. We're going to play that one? Yeah, we're yeah. going to play it, and then we're going to give you the answer to the last one that we played, which was the week before last, because last week was the, we had some shit to do week. So, play that? Yeah. So, first of all. Dear God, what is that thing? That's the show name. <gasps> That's that's a really hilarious sound book. I love that. <laughs> the kicking it, the kicking at the end gets me every fucking time. It's really bad. Bob, can you do the big reveal? What was it? That was Sir Nicholas Cage from Vampire's Kiss. If you knew that, you should be ashamed. You yeah. should be giving them prizes for being yeah. too cool to know what that was. No, if this is your first time listening, the the, the it's an audio trivia show, and if you call if if you if you know what the sound is and the movie, it's usually gonna be it's also gonna be a famous person and a movie. You gotta get the the person's name and the movie. If you call in, you get it right at the end of the show. Again, um, you get uh, one of two fabulous prizes. Uh, you either get haiku written by Rock, which no one has chosen yet for some reason. <laughs> because uh, your prize is more fun. That's why. I'd pick your prize. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to have to switch <laughs> to making them have you read stuff, too. You know that, right? God dang it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fair is fair. I just I have a feeling people are going to get more lascivious with you because you're a chick, you know? 
Great. Um, although <laughs> I right. have been much better for me, honestly. So um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, the other prize, of course, is having. Yeah, let's you know what? Let's just let's switch it this week. Oh, this week. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. This week. Great. No, they're getting harder. They're getting harder. I think we can. Asshole. Do it. <laughs> oh, sorry. This week, the new prize is either you get me or Rock to read one line of whatever you write. And again, no racist shit, none of that, nothing racist, nothing bigoted, because we won't read it. Um, other than that. <laughs> you can listen to the archives to see just how ridiculous these one lines have been. They're like one line of 50 words or such, so yeah. Oh, yeah, but also cool. um, Moxie was, was smart enough to turn hers into a uh, into a great ad for um, uh, breast cancer awareness. Oh, that was yeah, actually, exactly. That that, was pretty that's slick. a that was, really good one. Yeah, that worked. I hadn't. I was not expecting someone to actually, you know, slip in a little, a little uh, trick on us there. That was good. I like it. But, um, She's a bright one, that girl. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play the next sound, and remember the chat people. If the chat is started, do we have the chat started? We if do the, have the chat started. If the chat is started, do not write the answer in the chat, or else someone else will call in with the correct answer, and they'll be you. Uh, remember, we don't take calls for this until the very end of the show. And um, we will be taking calls for rock, but that's not until the middle of the show. So uh, without further ado, let's play that noise. You got it. Okay, if you know it, do not write it in chat. Do not call in right now. I know that one. Yeah, hold on. Get ready. See, we thought we'd make it a little easier this time. That one's a great one. That always makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. um, Rock. Uh, without further ado, uh, here's Rock. She has she's been te- I, with, along with her and Bug. She's been teaching the basic and, and advanced self defense to a lot of people. Um, uh, you probably explain it better, Rock. Why don't you take? It? <laughs> Um, thanks, Bug. Thanks for clapping because Zero's an idiot. That's what the applause was for. I'm still your dad and your mom. <laughs> your mother. Um, okay. Can you, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Take that away from me. I know you both have access to the studio, so you Zero must cut, cut him off. You must <laughs> you, you, promised, you promised. Okay. Okay, you can see we've okay, gotten okay, back okay, to okay, our okay, old okay, selves. <laughs> we're back to our old selves after okay, after go. last week. And by the way, just to let you guys know, we were we were sitting in front of Small World last week, calling into the show just because we didn't want to miss out. It was a real serious show. It was really really odd to be talking about what to do in the event of a live shooter sitting in front of Small World. That was just that was one of the weirder moments in my life. And, and by the way, Small World is Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, was in Disney. We were in Disneyland. So, um, anyway, going from there. Speaking of uh, last week, we we talked about what to do in the event of a live shooter. I don't want to go back to that. You can listen to the archive because it's uh, it's it's very depressing, very uncomfortable, but something we should all know. But there were two things that we kept coming back to, um, and it was awareness and response. And like Zero said, Bug and I have been um, training in several different martial arts for almost 20 years now. And uh, between the two of us, we've 
No, I'm not, actually, we're not going to brag about anything, but uh, we do it for free now. We teach basic self-defense to um, anyone who wants to learn out here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, we've condensed our three-day classes down to three and a half hours, and um, we also are starting uh, teaching in the uh, San Francisco LGBT Center uh, this coming new year for free. So that's pretty exciting to us. And like most people who, who began uh, self-defense training, I started because um, 20 years ago I was a victim of a violent crime and I ended up in the emergency room. Didn't know what to do, how to respond, or what to look for as far as trouble, you know, and trouble found me and uh, put me in the emergency room. I survived, but I promised that I would do my best to never let that happen to me or anybody I know and love ever again. So I started training. And um, within uh, about a month of my training, I was actually approached by um, someone who knew that attacker, and I was I was able to uh, adequately come out of that safely. Not not by doing anything violent, but by knowing what to look for and knowing how to how to handle something like that. And that that was within only say a month of, of training. And that's what I'm trying to teach you guys just in this three-part series. This first one is about awareness and positioning because it's the most important. These are the two most important principles you can learn because right now, even if I were to hook you up into some matrix-like learning apparatus and you were to get every single martial arts you know, technique in the world in your brain, none of it would be worth anything without good awareness and good positioning. You know, trouble would find you, and you wouldn't know, you know, where to look for it. Uh, and it's not hard to develop habits to keep you safe and ready for self-defense. It's not. Habits are what, 21, 28 days? You start these. You start some of the stuff. I'm going to give you homework at the end of this, and I promise it's easy, fun homework. And you come back to me in a week or two, and and I bet you'll be telling me how it's changed you, how you kept from falling down a manhole or how you kept from getting hurt just because you saw something coming. If you do your homework. Manhole, right. Did I say it? Manhole. Okay. Yeah, man. Manhole. Okay. Manhole. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, I was um, saying that, that this is the first part of a three-part series, and uh, the second part of this will come uh, next month. Not not next week, next month. Um, and then the third part will also be next month. So we kind of want to break it up a little. Next month, next week is next year already. Anyways, let's let's focus here, Zero. <laughs> okay, so think about it. Without awareness, you never see, like I said, trouble coming. Criminals are always looking for easy prey. They're always looking for someone, just like in the jungle, the, you know, the lion's not going to go for the gazelle that's fastest, that's looking around, that's ready to go. It's going to go for the one that's got its head down, the one that's eating, or the one that's injured. So that's what it's like in real life. People who are looking for an easy target want to see the person who's texting. And damn it, if you're all still walking around downtown, wherever you live, texting, I hate to say this, but you almost deserve to get your phone stolen. Because you already know about phone theft. And, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive here, but if if you're a friend of mine, either in the RLSH world or in the, the actual civvy real world, I've been spouting about 
paying attention and not texting while walking for a year now. So stop doing that because you're an easy target. It's not just your phone that can get taken. Lots more can get taken from you. It's hard. We all love our phones. We all love our iPods and stuff. But sometimes you just got to know when to use it and when not to. Stop. Put your back up against the wall and text. You know, look like a cool person or someone who's ready. And that's another thing I want to I wanna stress is that if you look ready, if you look like you know what you'd do in case someone came after you or tried to attack you, chances are no one's going to try to attack you. I mean, why take a chance? If you're, if I'm a criminal and I'm looking for someone, I'm not going to go for that guy who's eyeing me right back. He's already spotted me. I'm going to go for someone who's not seeing me at all. So um, I'd like to introduce you, in case you haven't heard of this, there are many of you who've taken martial arts, self-defense, something, and you might have heard of Colonel Jeff Cooper's um, method of enhancing your level of awareness. And if you don't know who Colonel Jeff Cooper is, go ahead and Google him. I'm not going to take the time to introduce him here. But he has what's called a color code. And in our schools, in many schools, in our dojo, we uh, we teach this right away to people who uh, start off. And the color code is white, yellow, orange, and red. And those are all different codes that relate to your level of awareness. White is you just walking around texting unaware, distracted, with your head down, you're the gazelle that's going to get eaten. Sorry. Yellow, yellow mode is when you're aware and alert. Not paranoid. There's a difference. Paranoid is always expecting something bad to happen or always worrying about it. Awareness is just knowing what's going on around you. And um, then there's um, orange mode. Orange mode is when you've identified a potential problem or threat. You know, anything, somebody's looking at you and now walking toward you or, you know, there's a car coming toward you, whatever. You've already identified it and you've made your plan of action and you're ready to take it. And red mode is fight or flight. That's when you follow through with whatever plan of action that you just made. So with that, I'd like to ask you to stay in yellow mode this whole week. See how long you can stay in that mode, in awareness mode, and not have someone walk up on you and sneak up on you. It it sounds easy, but it's really not. I mean, if you're not used to walking around in a um, heightened sense of awareness, then people are probably sneaking up on you all the time. I don't mean actually tiptoeing, you know, around going, boo. I'm talking about, damn, I didn't even know that guy was standing there. Well, yeah. he saw you. The ninjas so are out me, there. Let me, let me add to that. To defeat the ninja. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, a, a real quick technique that I actually outlined in the, the videos that we made about um, conflict resolution and bullying. Uh, we just touched on this for a second, but it's called peripheral snap. Um, I don't know what other people call it, but that's what I call it because, you know, I just kind of figured it out myself, but I'm sure a lot of people know this. When you're walking around, you can see to a certain point, right about your shoulder probably, if you look straight ahead. In your peripherals. So right now, test it with your finger. Look straight ahead. Take your finger right in front of your face and move it to the side until you can't see it anymore. If you, can, if you need to keep moving your finger around so you can see the movement, you can do that. There should be a point where it stops and you can't see it anymore. Now, if you're walking around, you can whip your head to the side real quick, 
kind of like it looks like a, like a nervous tick or something if you have to do it that way. But just like as you're walking, or just act like you're looking around, like you're you're not from around there or something. Um, like just kind of look to the right, to the left, and you can see that there's only really a small cone right directly behind your back that you can't see. Exactly. Snap, you know, if you peripheral snap to either side, like every, yeah, I would say like every two minutes or so, there nobody should really be able to sneak up on you. And if people can see that you're able to see around, then they won't try to. No, that's that's a great way. That kept somebody safe. When I was posting about watching the show tonight, I said that it had already kept, you know, these free basic self-defense classes had already kept two of my students safe. Well, one of them, that peripheral snap helped them to identify some guy that was following, well, looked like they were following them uh, at a distance across the street at an angle. And as soon as she made eye contact with that guy, he changed direction. Now, there's like only two reasons she would ever change direction, and that's if you mistakenly thought that that person was someone else, or if you meant to harm that person. Yeah. Well, it turns out, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying it turns out that that person that she looked at after he changed direction, of course, she made a mental note of that, and um, turned out there was a rape uh, the next day in the same area. Um, that happened to another girl, and when they posted the wanted flyers, it was that guy. It was the same guy. So that could have been her, but the fact that she turned around and identified him and locked eyes with him and, and let him know, hey, I see you, yeah. you know, that that probably saved her right there. I'd, I'd yeah. like to think that saved her. If they know that you've identified them, unless it's like a straight-up, like, murder or something like that, then they'll pretty much, you know, they'll, they'll know that you can identify them later if you've seen them straight on. And also, Temper just posted up something uh, about use the reflections. That's great because nowadays, mm-hmm. especially since people are so damn, like, society is so damn obsessed with shiny things, that almost <laughs> almost every building you come upon or almost every other building is going to have a reflective surface, whether it be straight-up windows or even, like, a shiny kind of plastic. You can even, don't, don't worry about it actually being, like, a mirror. You can, you can trace people's movements. Just like if they're shiny plastic, you can see like a dark spot moving. And Great. Train, train yourself to see movements and to analyze them and to decide whether they're a threat and then move on to more threatening movements. Eventually, this won't be, you'll have to try this. It's like muscle memory. It's like you'll just launch into it. It'll be second nature. If anything gets close, like right now, I know for a fact that nothing can really speak up for me because I'm always looking around. And it's second nature, and if something does, it's programmed in for me to, like, either pivot or do whatever I need to do. I think there's actually a, one of the few media pieces that we have out there where the, the guy described me as pivoting to my right when the one guy tried to um, step behind me. Yeah, I've, I've tried to sneak up on you. It, it, I've tried to sneak up on you several times. It doesn't work. You're like a cat. You're like your cat. And if you guys know cats, you can't sneak up on your cat. Your cat's not... Not, you know, worrying about what it's going to, you know, watch on TV. It's not texting. It's it's not worried about what someone's saying about it. It is in survival mode all the time. So unless that cat's sleeping, it's very hard to sneak up on that cat. So, you know, Zero, you've been hanging out with your cat too much. She's really good. You know what? Um, <laughs> she's she's a mouser, that one. Like she's, <laughs> she's, she's real quick, and she if she sees something moving, she's on it. I like that. I study her sometimes. Like, I learn from her to see what she looks for, 
And I even tried to to, uh, to to glue some whiskers to my face to see if that would oh. actually help. TMI. Help That's clearly where you got your uh, your bathroom habits from too, right? What? Is this not cool? Is this, is this not cool? Anyway. No! No! You must chill! You <laughs> Okay, so getting thank you. Getting back to uh getting back to this, um what he was saying about knee jerk, this is important. This is what I want you to the reason I'm sharing this with you is because I just I you know, too many of my sisters and, and aunts and you know, they I see them walking around with no awareness whatsoever and you know, I see them in when they go out in groups. When we're out in groups, I'm the only one looking around, you know, the parked cars. I'm the only one looking around, you know, the, the little corners there. Every corner holds a potential danger. Um and all you have to do, it's second nature now to just click and look, you know, just try to see everything around you. And and it doesn't mean that it's always going to be an attacker that you have to worry about. I used to drive a train in the Bay Area for a living, and there was a time when someone uh, didn't give me a 10-car train to take over at the stop because we used to take over someone else's, you know, route when they were done. They delivered a five-car train. Well, he thought it was a 10-car train. He wasn't paying attention, and he pulled it partway out of the station. Um, and if I weren't paying attention, I would have walked right off the platform because he hadn't pulled it in properly and hadn't positioned the train. So that was right when I started teaching myself to be more aware. So that saved my life. That saved his job, just me being more aware of what was going on. Um so things like that, you know, you'll you'll find it's not just attackers; it's anything in real life. It's it's when you're driving, you know, you looked, you looked one extra time and saw that guy running that damn red light, and you just saved yourself. Yeah, if I so, can put in this real quick, um, yeah, please. when you're walking around, identify danger spots in your environment, not just people, but danger spots. Like, exactly. train yourself to like like streets or under heavy stuff that's like being uh, lifted somewhere, anything, and train yourself to see movement in those areas too because people, I mean, that's how you save lives. That's really how you see stuff before it's going to happen. You kind of trace people's, uh, their routes, kind of see where they're going. Like uh, if anybody's seen Donnie Darko, that's a good example. Ah. It's like the, the, yeah, it may sound weird, but like the floating thing that comes out of him and he follows it, like he kind of like identifies it as some kind of preordained uh, uh, his path or something. Kind of like watch for people's paths, like look for them to see where they're going, to see what, if they're about to go into a danger, like a danger spot that you've designated in your uh, in, in your um, your awareness. But yeah, good points, good points. Um, so with that, I what one thing for homework, and this is the homework. Like I said, it was the easy stuff, fun stuff. I want you to pick a cafe this week, and I want you to sit and watch people walking down the street. Just sit for an hour. And picture yourself being a psycho who wants to take these people out. And just see how many people out there you could actually take down just because they're not paying any attention. See, that's what criminals are doing. They're doing exactly that. They're watching you. So I want you to do that. I want you to not let people sneak up on you this week. And I want you to sit in a cafe and just watch how nine out of ten people are acting out there. They're just, what are you laughing at? Tribe Radio is not responsible for its listeners <laughs> going to the dark side through any of the techniques mentioned on this show. You're going you're gonna to go, go and you're going to start a fight. And you're going to lose. Exactly. 
<laughs> please, please don't do it. No, no, Thanks no. for the disclaimer. Uh, also, I just want to add that your your danger stuff it's not it's not going to be just your environment. It's not going to be just people. Um, no. Like I, I live I live in Bedside. One of the issues that we have is that we have a lot a lot of robberies late at night on Broadway and Myrtle. Now, if you do any research, you're going to realize right away that Broadway and Myrtle are in some of the worst areas and also directly below the J train. Now, what that means is that these robbers probably wait until the J train comes by so no one can hear them sneaking up and robbing the person. Because the J train usually comes by, takes about 10 seconds for it to go by completely until it's not like making so much noise that you can't hear anything anymore. Now, what they're probably doing is they're jumping some guy, grabbing the stuff, and getting out there in that 10 seconds. And that's a good point. When, when you hear a, a loud noise, like a constant loud noise, I would suggest you look around immediately. If if everything goes dark in your vicinity, listen very closely. Always, when you lose a sense to your environment, always you always sharpen your other senses very quickly and use them because you never know when it's a diversion. And, and that may sound like really cloak and dagger and really like a little melodramatic, but you know what? You're going to thank me if you don't get robbed just because you're able to identify a threat early on. This is exactly right because these habits that we're trying to instill in you, if you, you know, the New Year's coming. This is a great time to start new habits. So if you do that, if you, if you take what Zero's telling you, take what I'm telling you, um, these are things that we he's learned from experience. You know, everything he does, he's, he's tried and tested and, you know, with good or bad results, right, Zero? So then you're able to give these guys, you know, the benefits hey, of your you know, experience. Right. Years. I'm still alive. Exactly. And, you know, the things that we've learned, like I, this whole show is about trying to pass these on to you guys. We're trying to keep you safer. Um, but that comes along with positioning, just like what he's saying, and that's the other half of this. And, and this one's a, a much shorter topic, so I, I'll just get right to it. Positioning is almost Without awareness, positioning is nothing. Without positioning, awareness is nothing. Because you could have tons of awareness, but if you walk right on the side of the street where there are things falling from the buildings above, that's bad positioning. If you see a fight going on in front of you and you can't do anything to stop it, should you walk right into it? No, you should cross the street. Should you tailgate, you know, somebody? No, that's bad positioning. So if if you can sit in when you sit in a restaurant, if you can sit with your face looking at the uh, at the exits or at the front door, that's a safer way to be. That's good positioning. Um, when you're in your house and someone knocks on your door, if you can't see who it is through your peephole, if you don't have a peephole, good positioning would be don't open that door. You know, if you can't identify them. So awareness and positioning. In. Yeah, go Let me ahead. Jump in real quick and just say. Yeah, I know I know this sounds a little bit extreme, but just realize what's going on in the world right now. There's so many things that no matter no matter if they're I don't know, a lot of people want to call them false flags, they want to debate, you know, what's actually going on, but the the truth is that people are getting killed and it's random and you never know what is gonna happen. So you can see the difference between something happening Oh. Sorry. Did, did we just raise a demon or something? Yeah, we did. <laughs> what the hell was that? Um, yeah, it could that be the difference between 
something happening and you stopping something from happening. And that's that's if, exactly if, it. Yeah, and if we all do this, then it's going to be that much easier. Again, this is it's a long-term solution, but if we eliminate victims completely by everyone being aware, that's 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 really how to save the world is to eliminate victims. Yep. So as long as you you ask yourself, and like I said, positioning this is an easy one. Just is this the best position for me to be in right now? That's and and it even has to do with online, you know, stuff going on, on the internet. Is this the best position for you to be in? Just arguing back and forth with that person when you know nothing's going to change. Just position yourself better. So my homework for you on this first segment, because the next segment is going to be pretty cool. It's fastest ways to end a fight. And I know all these crazy movie things, you know, are probably going through your head like blow the guy up. Yeah, come on, in real life. Um, well, for some of you, that is real life. Uh, but to, to wrap this one up, I'd, I'd just like you to try to not let anyone sneak up on you and see how many days you can go doing that. Um, I'd like you to imagine what-if scenarios, wherever you are out in public, just imagine what-if scenarios and see yourself following through with whatever plan you have to keep yourself safe. Because if you do that, that knee-jerk response is – Zero and I are always the two people in the room – that are ready to, to to jump up and do something, even if it means running away. Rock, because we got, a, we got a good question here. Yeah. Uh, What's the question? Temper in the chat room just asked, what if you were in a room where there is literally no good place to be? And you should not be in that place. Yeah, you shouldn't have been in that place to, to begin with, especially. And here's the thing. Don't just think in terms of that room. Think in terms of the surrounding area. First of all, are you in a safe area overall? Then, right. what is the reason for being in the closer spot to that room? And then, what is the actual reason for being in that room? Like a bathroom is that's why so many hits take place in take place in bathrooms because there's that's a death trap room. That's that's pretty much yep. it. And when I when I go to bathrooms, I never use bathrooms that don't have a lock on them. That's just that's how paranoid I am. Yeah, you know that's part of positioning right there. So it's like, is that good positioning to be somewhere where there are literally no ways out? No, way, you know, if you have to be in there, get in there and get out of there. Yeah. You know, that's just that's you know that's what you want to teach people that you love too. Think about it. If we were if we were telling your mom all this, or your sister, or your daughter, or whatever, wouldn't you want us to say, don't be in a position like that. Get out of that position. So, um, I want you guys to seriously visualize so that it becomes a knee-jerk response. What the hell would I do if such and such went, you know? You'd only have to do it for so long. You don't have to live the rest of your life doing this. But if you do it for so long that it becomes a habit, there you go. It's not even a problem for you to go, yeah, if this were to happen, I'm out that door right there. Yeah. Or I can take that guy down right there. And the great thing about good uh, awareness and positioning habits is that they pretty much apply to everything. They do. Your finances, your personal life. Yep. You, I, you real quick, I actually, when I walk in rooms that don't have windows, I actually test the walls. I actually, I, I knock on the walls to see if I can actually go through it if I needed to. <laughs> I would pay to see that. <laughs> that's pretty extreme, but I, I can kick pretty hard. I have some pretty hard kicks. I that's, think I, that's pretty, I would love yeah. to see that. <laughs> So, um, and also, uh, if you want, especially, like I said, this this really helped a few students uh, when we taught them this, but um, if you guys want, I'd really like you to start carrying, like, whistles with you, or uh, why whistles? Because they're loud, and they attract. <laughs> and this, seriously, 
as a bouncer, I don't know if you ever did this, Zero, but I stopped so many fights with just whistles because people didn't know what the hell was going on, you yeah. know. So, oh, yeah, yeah. carry a whistle. Whatever yep. you can carry. Air horns are awesome. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and they I fit in your purse, so. I was in the chat room just, just typed uh, in caps. Oh, yeah, Kool-Aid Man. Kool-Aid Man, through the wall. <laughs> and that's, you know what, that pretty much wraps up this first one. If you guys missed any of this, the shows are all archived. You can always email me. Um, and like I said, the next one is on the fastest way to stop a fight. So with that, thanks for listening to me. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Zero, and I guess we're going to – are we going to do a – we're gonna we're gonna do uh we're gonna do a quick commercial then we're gonna replay the sound for uh, Dear God what is that thing the audio game show, and then we're gonna switch over to Cognito and Moxie just to give them ample time. After that, we'll take some calls for whoever wants to talk to. Us. All right, so we're gonna okay. play the commercial real quick. <laughs> you don't want to wear one, but you still carry it in your wallet because she wants you to. Well, it's time to ditch the bitch and put some water in that rubber. Let's face it, fellas, you're never going to use that condom the way Trojan intended, so why not put it to use as a water-carrying device? Simply find at least a foot, that's 12 inches, of running water and fill that bad boy up. Now you can finally say that you can. And ladies, you don't have to let the boys have all the fun carry around a couple of condoms yourself to store your own water. After all, this is the 40s. Women's lib means you're on your own in the fast-approaching apocalypse. Just Google condom canteen, and you're on your way to staying safe, sexy, and hydrated in zombie land. Brought to you by the letter 7. All rights and regulations were completely ignored. No males were harmed in the making of this ad, only after. Squeak! That was pretty hilarious. I know who that was. Yeah, of course we know. We all know who that was. Dude. Yeah. We, we know. Um, anyway, zero. That farting noise was Rock's chair. It's my chair. Listen. Oh, I was gonna say it. No, I'm not farting. She, she just, she's, See? she's gassy. She ate a lot of broccoli. Okay, Sorry. It's, it's, it's that there time of year. Um, <laughs> it's we the could, most gassy it's time. <laughs> Sorry. We're, wow. we're gonna, we're gonna play. Um, we're going to play Dear God Was That Thing. We're going to play The Noise. And don't forget, guys, uh, when you call in tonight, try to give us uh, your best Christmas gift story or your worst Christmas gift story. If you can wow us, then you'll win a prize. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, are they going to call in right now for the Dear God What Is That Thing, or are they going to, no, are they going to wait for a little? No, it's all at the end. All at the end, okay. Oh, yes. All right, your time. mother. Dear God, what is that thing? And here's the noise. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, with that. All right, we're we going to have uh, Cog, yeah. Cog and Moxie call in from the Louisiana Initiative to do the um, computer pro tips. Again, this is our pro tips mini segment uh, with Cognito and Moxie of the Louisiana Initiative on um, IT tech and computer tips to not get taken. Uh, waiting for them to call in here. Yeah, they'll, we'll see them in a second. By the way, these pro tips, these are a lot of fun, from your dad to Exemplar to these guys. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good stuff here. Yep. Yeah. I, I keep hearing that we need to get your dad back on. Yeah, I hear it, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that guy's great. He, uh, he, uh, he, he, he enjoyed the hell out of the show, too. <laughs> we enjoyed him. Uh, okay, 
I think this is this is they. This is Cog and Mark. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Thanks, hey. you guys. We're excited, so we're just going to shut up, and and the show is yours. Don't be nervous. Just you're experts. You do this thing. <laughs> yep. Well, um, you guys asked us to talk a little bit about how, basically, how not to get screwed by a PC tech. Um, right. And unfortunately, it just happens. Um, really, all you can do is learn a few ways to know if somebody is trustworthy. Um, honestly, if you have any way around it, I would avoid the big box store um, technician shops because they don't really hire people with a lot of experience. Um, they they generally rely on software to fix your computer rather than somebody that knows what they're doing and does it themselves. Yeah. Uh, I believe Cog just joined us too. You there, Cog? Yes, here I am. Excellent. Go ahead, guys. How's everybody yeah, um, Pretty good. So, yeah, Cog, I don't know if you guys can hear that. Mox was just telling us uh, about um, how not to go into the, the – I don't want to mention any brand name stores, but any of the big stores to uh, to get our stuff fixed. We don't want to get sued. No. Right, right. <laughs> your, your best bet is to go with an individual person or a small shop that's, you know, just a few guys. Um, and really you want to look for someone with years of experience rather than a list of certifications. Um, I have a certification, but I'm nowhere near as capable as Cognito, who doesn't have any. So you can't always judge by um, certificates on the wall. Right. You ask someone how long have they been, how long have they been in business, um, what computer technologies do they work on, and when they talk to you, the most important thing is to find someone who is willing to explain things at a level that anyone can understand. Um, if you go to a PC tech and all they're doing is yammering at you with a whole bunch of technical jargon, they're just trying to bullshit you and they're trying to impress you and make you feel small. Um you know, a really good PC tech will want to educate you. If whatever your problem is, is something that you've inadvertently caused, they're probably going to sit down and show you, here's what happened and here's how you can avoid that in the future. That's smart. Yeah, look for someone who can talk to you in layman's terms because that's what we are. Otherwise, we wouldn't be going to them in the first place. So, good point. Exactly. It's Someone who can talk to you like you're a person and to help you to understand what's going on, they know that you may not make the same mistake again, but you're going to go back to them anyway. That's, that's a trustworthy person that cares that you're functioning and that you're staying safe. Right. And should you, if you're trying to call up instead of running around town, what, what, are there any questions that you can ask over the phone? I mean, should you give them the whole problem with your computer, uh, or should you ask them about their, I mean, is it too much to ask them what their, uh, training's been or what they <laughs> experiences or how long they've been doing it? What should we say to them when we're on the phone? Well, no, anybody that, that scoffs at questions, hang up. <laughs> 
um, you know, it's a good idea to ask them how long they've been in business, what kind of technology they work on. If you've got an Apple, you have to make sure that whoever you're dealing with can work on Apple and vice versa. Um, you can ask someone for references. Um, most people will be glad to give you a couple of references. You can call and, you know, find out how their service is. Um, Wow. You know, I got to tell you, I, I wouldn't have thought of asking them for references because, you know, I'm going, oh, I don't want to insult these guys. But now that I think about it, I'm going to be paying them money to fix my item. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking them for references. Right. right. If if, your hard yeah. drive that crashed might have all of your baby pictures on it. And a good PC tech is going to work really hard to make sure that your data stays protected and they're going to back it up. Um, they're going to have a reference, a reverence for your data, nice. rather than just thinking about how much they're going to get paid at the end of the job. Thanks. I, I hear Cog breathing on there. Did you want to add anything to that? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. She covers it pretty well. Honestly, yeah, uh, she does. she's better. She's better handling this because I'm honestly too close to it. <laughs> Oh. I can't really find a good PC tech. I can just tell you what I do, and yeah. for me to do this, almost sounds like it's tooting my own horn, really. So she said, "Toot your own horn. It's okay." Yeah, it's, 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 well, I could say I get a lot, a lot of my business. Well, everything I do is word of mouth. I don't do anything but a website and business cards, as far as media or advertising or anything. It's all word of mouth, and my the reason I get so much word of mouth business is because. I do take the time to, to teach people as I go what they can do to prevent this the next time. Sure, it may cost me a buck or two in sales here and there because they'll know what to do the next time. They may not need to call me, but they'll be sure to call me if they ever come across something they can't do because I've just helped them out. Yeah. Um, I teach them things as you go. Don't talk down to them. Um, like she said, a reverence for your data. That's another reason that I that I get quite a bit of business is because my first priority is to back up somebody's data when I touch it, just to make sure that anything goes wrong, I've got to back up. Um, last thing you want to do is make it worse. <laughs> True. You never know what's going to happen. But anyway, um, if someone doesn't have a reverence for your data, if someone doesn't immediately offer to back everything up as it is in case something gets worse or goes wrong or whatever, especially if they offer to format it immediately and build it immediately, a lot of these big Big box places will do that, and they're, they're nerd herds and whatever. <laughs> they'll offer to, the first thing they'll do is, is offer to format your drive, and that's the last thing you want to do, honestly. can't tell you how many people have brought me a drive. Well, they, they formatted it. Is there anything you can do? And Well, I have been able to recover it after a format, but it's usually uh, spotty. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Yeah. I imagine, too, that whether or not, or whether you have a good experience or a bad experience with uh, PC repair, you should you should probably throw it up on Yelp because you'll be helping other people in the future to to know where to look. Absolutely. Thanks, folks. Yeah, that's why. Let I'm me here. um let me ask you a quick question, guys. Uh, you have the the uh, the repair side of it going here. What uh, can, since you guys are great for telling people how how to have this stuff not happen again, can you run through some stuff uh, how to keep care of your computer? Because I know there's a lot of myths and stuff that people think like I don't even know like the whole cookies thing. You know, I don't even know. I'm kind of a computer idiot. So if you 
suggested. Yeah, you are. Yeah, shut up. Well, the number one piece of advice is that you need to change your passwords at least twice a year. Every password you have, change it twice a year. That'll save Uh you a lot of heartache. Don't write your passwords down on your desk because your buddies come over. Um, You know, basically just be smart. Don't click on something if you don't know what it is. Don't open every email. You can have any number of virus software, but they can't stop you from clicking on something and saying, okay, install this, and you get a virus. Just be careful. Um, I don't click on anything ever. Yeah, yeah, right. Stop downloading all that porn, Zero. Seriously, shut up. I don't download. Don't so buy computer. a magazine. <laughs> magazine does not infect your computer. I don't know nothing. You don't know nothing about me. I got to get that one. I got to get out of here. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> downloading porn again, damn it. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Well, I've already learned, um, wow, when you said change your password, I'm going, oh, damn it. Yep. What else you got? I have the same stupid one. (laughs) I think you talked right over them so they didn't hear that, so. Yeah, what else you got? You got one more. (laughs) Thanks. Well, there's there's several free tools and things you can use. Uh, You were talking about cleaning out cookies. There's one tool called SeaCleaner. There's a company called Piriform, P-I-R-I-F-O-R-M, Piriform.com. They make several free tools that are for cleaning up and maintaining your PC. It's all you know, open source free type stuff. Uh, one of them is called SeaCleaner. It used to be called Crap Cleaner back in the day, but now it's SeaCleaner. Um, install this thing, and basically it, it, it integrates into your recycle bin. You can run it with a right click, or you can open it up from the recycle bin and run the, run the app. Analyze, go through and analyze your recycle bin and your cookies and your temporary files and deleted items and blah, blah, blah. All of these sort of things and tell you how much space it can free up and then you run it and it freezes all the space up. Uh, that's one good way to keep things kind of... And it comes with a registry tweaker that will go through and optimize your registry as well. It's fairly trusted as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and, and this Terraform company also makes backup programs and, and disk recovery programs and all kinds of things that are kind of handy to have. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> what about the actual um, the object uh, as far as doing stuff in your computer? What's, what's with the cookies thing? Do I, do I have to be deleting cookies? Because I love cookies, man. Well, i got to get rid of them.
No, that's that's really about it. I mean, we can yammer for a week, but I think we covered <laughs> quite a bit. You guys, hey, feel yeah. free again. You guys usually post a lot of really useful tips or links and tips from the, the shows on the Initiative Tribe radio page. Uh, so if you guys want to go ahead and just write up anything you want that's good for this kind of pro tips, uh, absolutely, feel free to do so. Okay. And we'll put it on the page. Yeah, thanks, you guys. I mean, in that short time, I I was, you know, thinking, oh, damn, I didn't know that and that. So, Zero, you're not the only computer idiot here. Yeah. Doug's <laughs> also an idiot. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks, guys. We're gonna play. We're gonna play the. We're gonna take some calls now. We're gonna take some calls to uh, for the people to see what your, I guess, best worst Christmas stories. Uh, Just just call in and really just wow us. Just tell us something. True. Please make it true. Don't make shit up. Please don't make shit up. Because <laughs> you know what? We will know. We will know. Yeah, we can tell. We can we see Batman. right through you. Yeah. We're Batman. <laughs> we're collectively Batman. Yes. Yeah. That's all it, exactly. of us together are actually one Batman. We got anybody with a with the worst Christmas present or best Christmas present? Go ahead. Give us a call right now. In fact, we've got somebody. On hold right there. Let's grab him and, and see what he's got to say. Hang on two seconds, guys. Hey, caller. Hey, Victor. You got a best or worst Christmas story for us? You know, I was afraid you were going to call on me. I actually don't. <laughs> I was, I was kind of hoping, you know what, Bug has the best story from our grandma with the story that, the, you know, she always gives books. So, You're gonna make you want me, me to tell the story? No, you no. How about, you know what, or? I... I know this story. What's the best gift you got as a kid? The best gift I got as a kid was probably something like, I don't know, the Atari 2600. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, we're playing combat. It was badass. Anyway, <laughs> I, was actually, I, was, I had a question for Cognito and Moxie about keeping stuff on your desktop. And, eh. um, the only other thing I was going to say was having to do with awareness. Uh, it made me think about when you and I were learning how to ride a motorcycle, or even when you're learning how to drive, you give yourself an out. And that's similar when you're walking down the street, you know, giving your positioning. You're like, hey, if i got to get out of here, i got to dash this mm-hmm. or that. But it also made me think about being in the moment. People can call it right. awareness. Call it being in the moment. It can be the same, the same uh, philosophy. Great it's a different state of mind, right? Because you right. can be, you know, even Facebooking all the time. You're not being in the moment. You know, being very aware of what's actually going on in life. Yeah. But uh, one thing I thought at the end was, well, you know, I remember learning how to ride a motorcycle, and at the end of it, you come off a ride, and you're like, man, I am tired. And it didn't have anything to do with the ride being hard or, you know, leaning the bike this way. And that had to do with your, your awareness was so high that you were actually physically tired, you know? Yeah. So don't be surprised, you guys, if you're out there trying to be aware and you find yourself kind of tired because, you know. At first, yeah. At first you well, will. It, it, it wears you out because you're in a heightened state of anything can wear you out. And a heightened state of awareness will do that. So I think Zero is trying to say something right now, are you? Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, unfortunately, we've our, our society's kind of moved us into a, a lethargic state when it comes to moving around. So we're kind of, it's going to be tough to get back to an actual uh, becoming physical beings again for most people. And that means... 
it's going to tire you out to do things you're not used to, such as keeping your eyes trained. A lot of people, a lot of people I've seen, I've watched it, people just sit there and they let their eyes just just glaze over. They, oh, they yeah. do whatever yeah. they're doing, their eyes glaze yeah. over, they're thinking about something else, they're not in the moment. That's the thing. Let me just bring that up real quick. It's presence. You can't, mm-hmm. And this is, this is again, this is also the key to not getting angry. And it's presence. Live in the moment emotionally. You can live in the past and the future analytically, but if you live in the moment emotionally and let, not let your emotions affect your, your past or your future, it's really tough to get angry that way. And it's also, you'll just find yourself living a, a, a fuller life. And you know, a lot of people, I know I've seen this, they often wonder why they just don't feel like they belong or they feel like there's a wall between them and real life. It's because you're you're not dealing with real life. You are, you aren't actually here. You know, you're off in some escapism. You're off in some other world. Right. Wow, that's yeah. actually a really good advice. I'm I'm impressed, Zero. You're not dumb as I think like, you are. Uh, also, one of the things to say. I remember in our in our school, and this is one of the things that sounded kind of paranoid when we first learned it from our uh, uh, kung fu classes was. Uh, what Mr. Flint said, who who wrote a really good book called um, "Waking the Tiger Tiger Within." Was it "Waking or Walking"? I never got that. Waking, right. waking the tiger within. Okay. So, Scott uh, Flint, uh, yeah. Wrap it up, hurry up. <laughs> so I, uh, um, it could happen to me. It could happen today. I know what to do, and I'm prepared to do it. And it's kind of a mantra you say when you wake up in the morning. Say it enough times. It's just part of your life, but it's also part of being aware and staying in the moment. That's it. That's, thank you, thank you very much, Vector. I I give him a hard time because he's he's family too. But thank you. That's exactly. Uh, if you think that way, if something could happen to me. It could happen today. If it does, I'll know what to do and I'll do it. So stay in the moment and know what to do. Um, I'm looking at the time now. We better yeah, uh, get these calls. Uh, looks like nobody's calling in for Christmas. I don't see how. Well, that's I'll tell you. Temper had a great one. She may she may win this one. Uh, I see her on the chat and she said that. She once got yeah, a she, box. She's got to call in, though. No, you can't do it for her. She's got to call in. I don't think in. she can. you call in, Temper? If you can't, then, you know, we'll go ahead and uh, give it to you. But I don't think she can. But we've got five minutes here. So should we go ahead and t- Oh, she said uh, she can't call in. So I don't know. That's a pretty know. good That's a pretty good answer. <laughs> should we do the, uh, yeah, so, the contest noise one more yeah, time? Yeah, let's do the contest noise and get yeah. ready to call for it, you guys, yep. if you know the answer. Ready, set, go. <laughs> go ahead, call in. You know it. Come on, give us a call. And in the meantime, I think we're, unless somebody calls in with a better Christmas story, we're going to give it to Temper because she got a box oh, of condoms from her sister with one of them. What was it? One of them. I'm scrolling back up here. What are them a, no, she got a box of condoms from her sister, and one of them was missing, and some dude's number was written inside the box. <laughs> That's a horrible, horrible so, Christmas Obviously, present. no, obviously the guy needed some water, so she was nice enough to fill one with water and bring oh, it over to him. Yeah, that's right. It was a survival thing. It's all good. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, no. That's all good. Yeah. So, that's the answer. Are we, are we not getting any, any calls for that? No one knows what that sound is. Are you kidding me? No. Nah. Really? You guys were beating down the door with Chunk from the from the Goonies. This and was so easy. This was so easy. Nobody gets it. Let's try it one more time. One more time. Here we go. All you lamos. <laughs> you don't even get it. 
Wow, that's one of my favorite movies ever. You guys didn't get yeah, that, huh? Yeah. Oh man, Zero looks like you're safe. You're Not safe. really. You... Pepper just got me. Yeah, that's right. Or, that's right. Or, oh, you're or safe. actually, or she just got you. <laughs> Damn it. You are correct, sir. No. They didn't choose. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really your turn anyway. So screw you. Yeah, shut up. Okay, so no one got that. Uh, one of us is safe, and one of us is just screwed the pooch. So uh, I'll play it one more time, actually, because someone said the volume needs to come up just a little bit. No, down. Oh, it needs oh down? The volume needs to come down? Really? It's low? Go ahead. Go ahead and play it. Are you saying that it's a little high? I don't know oh, if that's going to make a difference. Okay. All right. Last time. Last time. All right, all right, that's that's it. That's it. So all right, we you know are. We got we got Andrew Potts from uh, from an Aussie. He's uh, he's saying he knows it. Okay, uh, Andrew, what is it? In. He's not calling in, but I'm gonna let him say it on the chat room. So just say okay. it. Okay. Go ahead, Andrew. If you know what it is, go ahead and give us the answer in chat room. That way you don't have to call in all the way from Australia. That's pretty awesome, it's a, dude. It's a one-time thing just because I know it's, it might be kind of a long-distance call a little bit. <laughs> right? We're international. I try to go in a fake Aussie accent right now, but I don't want to have any Aussie smack me. So. Yeah, we oh, no, Andrew. Close, close. But no, no, no. I'm not close. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Thanks, Bug. <laughs> <laughs> So are we going to give the answer away and call it? <laughs> do we want to give? Do we want to give? Do we want to give a hint? You guys want a hint? Uh yeah, you know, I'll give you a hint. Since you guys have about a minute thirty, you're not going to get it. Okay. Probably. Just think about what time of year it is, and think about well, that'll do it. What time of the yeah, year it think is? Of what time of the year it is, and and some of your favorite movies from this time of year. Uh-huh. I know. Sorry. We keep winning, man. I think you know it's, it's mostly because uh, yeah, it's probably because of the most listens are archive, which is awesome because this stuff is so useful. It's just like a it is. And you know, we're we're, pr- we're pretty happy. We're gonna we're gonna toot our own horn for a second. We're getting like an average of what? How many how many listens per uh per nine hundred something. Around 900 something people are going back and listening. And you know why? Like we said, this is all for you guys. Uh, we got a minute to go. So in that minute, we want to thank our uh, thank our callers, Moxie and Cognito. Man, thanks a lot. I learned a lot from that just that few minutes. Um, temper just got Temper got it. Got Temper is like the big winner. Great. She's okay. going to have you do both things. She's going to do right? both of us. Uh, we got a late caller. We got a late call. Let's see what the late caller says. Let's see if uh. All right, quick. This quick late caller because we got less than fifty seconds. Are you there? Okay, never oh, mind. Yeah. We gotta okay, go. Goodbye. Anyway, okay. Well, thanks you guys and listen in next week. We have some really cool guests. We'll post it up on our Facebook page. Have a safe week and remember, don't let anybody sneak up on you. Be careful yeah. out there. And don't eat the yellow snow. Yeah, and remember. Trust yourself. 
your dad. I'm your dad. I'm all of your dad. All of you, I'm your dad. 